Hello and welcome to episode 112 of Soundwave. I am your host Matt, and join me is my co-host Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. We are we are live. It is Halloween. I didn't have enough time to make a cool Halloween intro like I did last year. We used this as Halloween last year for the intro. Ah, uh, you're trying. I was to think a, I was actually listening to last to last year's episode like after I sent you didn't I use like, that in the opening trick? Uh, you, you actually, uh, you, when I was listening to it, you said that uh, you had used it the previous year, so it's two years actually now. Oh, okay. Did so I not even use longer? Any, did I use anything for the the intro? I don't, th- on last I don't know if you used it. And I skipped ahead to. I was trying to listen okay. to like the top five, five list, yeah. or three list, or whatever it was. That All year. right. No, yeah, uh, it is Halloween, and uh, it's Halloween week. I'm I'm kind of stressed because we're trying to do our, our Stranger Things-themed Halloween party at Emma's, and we're all kind of in the motion of we don't really care right now because Halloween snuck up on all of us. Well, everybody's just going to dress as Barbara anyways. No, we we all were trying to decide who we should be in the cast, and oh, really yeah. when it comes down to one of the guy characters, you're either the, the, the bad guy with the white hair or you're the cop. And those are the two kind of distinguishable, well, distinguishable ones. Well, you could ones. do the guy with like the just the giant hair, like just like. Well, I know, like yeah, that. you could do. But do like, your hair all puffed of, up really, just as tall as you. All the hair. guys are just eighties, just dressed as eighties kind of. And I mean, I yeah. could put some scratches on my face or something. And I, what do it? What does he? Does he have a baseball bat? The one with the tall hair at the end, I think. I don't know if he has a. Is that what he came in? I think he did. Or did he have the crowbar bat. because the girl has the baseball bat? Like with he the came nails to sticking leave, out of it. and then he came back. Yeah. So I don't remember. Maybe he had. I don't know. I feel like he had a crowbar or something. Or maybe shit. he picked, maybe she dropped the bat. It's been a while. But yeah, the, everybody else says all the girls that work at Emma's can pretty easily pick pick one. And Keese is going to be the best one because she's actually shaving her head and she's going to be 11. Oh, yeah. So that'll be pretty good. She's got the, the same kind of style as her, too. So that'll work. But, uh,. Yeah. She just needs like a little bit of like blood yep, from the nose. And then I, she's she, she was saying that she wants to like put it kind of halfway down, then have a big strand of it later on in the night oh, or yeah. whatever. But yeah. <laughs> so I just bought a bunch of cheesecloth, black cheesecloth, just so we can try and make the upside down. I bought a red light to put in our back area to be like the dark room. Did you put up some Christmas lights and some letters? We're, I'm gonna I'm going to my parents' house after this to find twinkling Christmas lights. I know we have plenty of Christmas light strands, but I don't know how many ones we have that actually like twinkle. So that's another thing. And then I might go to the spirit store tomorrow and find some stuff. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, what have you been up to? Not too much uh, non-music-wise. Just some video games. Battlefield 1 came out. And oh, yeah. You guys were raving about that on, on Duo. It's fun. It's got flaws. And, like, they they really should. It's not. It wasn't ready to be released yet. Really? So it's got a lot of bugs and menu issues. And Pete not didn't have anything to say about that stuff. Well, we did talk about it a little bit, but you guys were looking at your phones at the time. Oh, okay. So. Well, yeah, because I don't know anything about Battlefield to yeah. begin with. But, yeah. All right. Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Black Mirror. It's freaking nuts. I like that show. Season 3 just came out. Pretty cool. Uh, still want to go see Girl on the Train. I heard it's supposed to be really good. I have not heard anything about it. I just Where know that's like, a witnesses thing. witnesses a death oh, yeah, on the train. Yeah, I know that. She, yeah, is, it, is she going insane, or is, she, is it reality? I heard I some like uh, some people talking about it, and they did say that it was pretty good. Besides that, that was it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, not a whole lot. Oh, yeah, I went to go see M83 for Peter's birthday. That was fun. Uh, I danced my ass off. And then the next night, I went to uh, Sum 41 and Census Fail, which was interesting. <laughs> Some uh, 41. Some 41, yeah. I guess the lead singer drank himself into a coma, and everybody thought he was going to die, and he came out of it, and now they're having their, it's not a, don't call it a sumback tour, they're calling it. But uh, yeah, it was freaking sold out, which I was really surprised about. Wow. 
and uh, everybody. Did they play so, like what was is Fat? Isn't Fat? Oh yeah, that there? that's yeah. one they closed the show with, and then they also before the encore they played "In Too Deep" and "I'm Trying to Keep Up Above." Yeah, that song. I used to be able to sing, have all the lyrics memorized for Fat, Fat Lip way back yep. when I was in fucking middle school. The doctor said my mom should have had no abortion. Abortion. That song. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, as I was just watching him, I'm like, oh, I kind of remember this one. Oh, yeah, this one's on that one album. Oh, I do remember that, but I couldn't remember any lyrics to yeah. any of those things. But, yeah, it was cool to say a song. I, I used to be obsessed with them. So, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's been my weekend. Yeah. Hmm. So, I guess, uh, besides stuff that I've been doing, I have, I have, I've listened to some music, but I found out that uh, Pogo, who you may know from... He did the Alex remix, and he also did uh, for uh, that w- w- Wizard of Oz for that trailer. If you ever the last one they did with the James Franco, he was he did the music for that trailer. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, he also he has a new one called uh, Data and Picard, <laughs> yes. and the music video is pretty great. Yeah, I, I was just looking in this the the up yeah. next side here, and there's also one called Trumpular, and he looks pretty funny too. But uh, here's uh, Data and Picard. that on facebook so people can see that because it's pretty amazing yeah. uh yeah he's really good doing <laughs> those remixes and that was just fantastic like uh it was reading the description and apparently like he shot that in his living room with a green screen <laughs> i want to know how he got such high-res pictures and it looks like he's actually on the ship he did like a fantastic job lip-syncing it and everything like, yeah, he did. It, <laughs> and like he only had one outfit and he didn't have colored contacts so, because uh, it's him and Data are both singing it, uh, like this, uh, this there, he pulled voices of uh, Picard and Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's from Star Trek: Next Generation. If anybody didn't notice that, what he was pulling it from, but uh, apparently he uh, ended up uh, he, since he only had like the red shirt and he didn't have uh, the greenish shirt for Data, he spent hours apparently in post production, like just altering the color by, like of the shirt yeah. and his eyes. <laughs> and he did a fantastic Those eyes job. are creepy as hell. Well, yeah, Dave's eyes are weird, and like he just did a fantastic job. All right, the video is up on uh, Facebook, on our Facebook And you get to see him dancing as Dave, and it's just, just I love great. when I love when he has with the headphones on, like yeah. standing in front of the rock formations as Picard. That <laughs> made me laugh. Oh, that's good. All right, I'm going to have to check out more Poco because that was awesome. Uh, one of the songs I've been listening to is it's been on the current lately. It's a new one from Justice. They sing that D A N C E song. Do the D A N C E. You'd recognize it if you heard it, probably. Probably. But uh, yeah, this one's called Alakazam, and there isn't any singing in it, but it's just kind of a dancey song. <laughs> Oh, 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 
Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Justice, but I, I'm a little intrigued to listen to that new album. And uh, another one, uh, we before we went to M83, we were going to go eat at the Rock Bottom Brewery, and Kelsey was like, oh, what's that one song with that one beat in it or whatever? And we are trying to figure it out, finally figured it out. It's uh, Saint Motel Move. It's been on the current a bunch, and I think it was used in the FIFA 2016 commercial or something at one time, or 2017, the new one coming, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what the background beat is, but here you go. Oh yeah, I like this one. get one of them uh things you put on your cell phone so you can watch this in the virtual oh, yeah. reality because it's a 360 degree virtualizer and uh yeah it's a good song i like it it says my browser does not support 360 i don't know can't can't watch it but uh neither of those songs I don't think your beat monitor the, supports it either yeah that too i don't think any, either of those songs beat the data picard one because that was pretty dang great <laughs> all right let's go into z music news Got a couple here. Uh, well, Janet Jackson's pregnant for their first child at 50 years old. Oh, wow. That does not sound like a safe pregnancy, but we'll see what happens. 50 years old. Sure, it'll be fine. Is there many people that have babies at 50? I mean, guys get girls pregnant all the yeah. time when they're 50s, 60s, but... Uh, I don't know. Like, it's about that time. Like, it's a little a little old. Yeah, she, she's pushing it there. She's pushing yeah. it. So we'll see what happens in the coming future of that one. Uh, since Bob Dylan won the Nobel Prize in Literature last week, or I think two weeks, yeah, it was last week, uh, he hasn't acknowledged the honor. He didn't talk about it at his shows and didn't return the Nobel Committee's emails. And though it was mentioned on his website, even that acknowledgement has disappeared. In an interview about Dylan's silence, one member of the Swedish Academy, the group that awarded the prize, had some harsh words for the singer-songwriter. Uh, one can say that it's impolite and arrogant. Uh, he is who he is. Blah, 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 blah. They're just hoping that he will actually show up on December 10th for the ceremony. Yep. So Bob Dylan winning the Nobel Prize, not saying a single word. Well, like, what did, like, why did he win it? Uh, just in literature, po- for his poetry throughout the years. And so. Oh, but, like, so he wins a Nobel Prize for... They always give a Nobel Prize in literature for some reason or another. Yeah, but, like, I, I could see, like, why you, like, what's the point of giving it, to, like, yeah, I wrote a bunch of stuff, like... Yeah, so that's basically what's going through his head, and you could give two shits, but it's, yeah, he just hasn't acknowledged whatsoever yeah. that he's won the Nobel Prize. That's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I just think it's funny. He hasn't returned any emails to the committee either. <laughs> but uh, many artists have reacted to Bob Dylan's win. Tom Waits sent a grad- congratulations. Leonard Cohen said, giving the Dylan the Nobel Prize is like pinning a medal on Mount Everest for being the highest mountain. And then uh, comedian Ta- Tim Heidecker? Uh, paid homage and impersonation. Then there's Kurt Vonnegut, who back in 1991 said Bob Dylan is the worst poet ever, so he probably wouldn't be pleased that he's winning this Nobel Prize. Well, <laughs> uh, maybe he's impro- he improved since then. 
What? No, Kurt Vonnegut, the author, he's dead. He's no, 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 not Kurt Vonnegut. He didn't improve, but maybe. Oh yeah, Bob, Bob Dylan's Dylan. poetry nowadays is much better than what he had yeah. in the sixties. <laughs> I um, hope at least that he. Oh god, I don't think that's true, but okay. But uh, yeah, so we'll see what's happening with that. I guess there's a nine hundred thousand dollar cash prize that goes along with winning the Nobel Prize too. Did you know that? I don't know. You just got a medal, I, and oh, it was cool. I just cool. assumed that it was a million dollars. I didn't know that was it, 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 With the Swedish conversion from the Swedish dollar, yeah. it ends up being 900000 instead of a million. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I just knew for years that it was supposed to be like a million dollars, but I guess if it's 900000 yeah. Maybe that's why. He's like, I don't want your money. But I don't know. Yeah, so that's happening. Uh, during the two-hour block surrounding Morrissey's performance at Riot Fest in Chicago, food vendors stopped cooking and selling meat out of respect of Morrissey and the animal rights activism. Apparently, that decision was not supported by all vendors, though. Chicago vendor, vendor uh, Puffs of Doom told DNA Info Chicago that the singer's management bullied the food vendors in an effort to halt the sale of meat. In response to Morrissey and his team, Puff, Puff of Doom uh, added a sandwich to its menu called the Pork Morrissey, and uh, it was most certainly not vegan. It was a grilled cheese sandwich filled with three types of cheese, bacon, ranch, macaroni and cheese, and bourbon barbecue pulled pork. Uh, and then pimento cheese on top of that, too. I'd probably eat that. I would eat that, too. And that was the only meat being sold during Marcy's set. That's hilarious. So, yeah, I guess that's a sandwich now you can actually go buy at his <laughs> his place. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, Let's see. After a 12-day temporary permit to assess traffic situations and overall flow, the Chanhassen City Council has officially and unanimous, unanimously voted uh, to rezone Prince's Paisley Park home to a museum. Uh, it is now officially a museum. Public tours begin again this Friday, and uh, tickets are on sale throughout December. Uh, the, the estate was visited by Al Roker recently in a segment on Today, and I guess Prince apparently left a detailed guideline to convert the studio into a museum. I can understand, though, like, why people would be against wanting, like, depending on, like, where it is. like, uh, like Yeah, it's be, it's in a pretty heavy flow area. That's one, yeah. That was one of the main reasons. Or if, it, like, if, if like, whatever neighborhood he's in, like, if, if they... I could understand like not wanting to have all of a sudden a pl- like a house on the street all of a sudden oh now that's a museum and now yeah. like it's even worse to drive. It's basically here. just figuring out the parking lot situation and overall flow in yeah. that area because it is pretty congested over there and stuff. But yep, it it is official now. It is a museum. Uh, Lady Gaga has been announced as the 2017 Super Bowl halftime performer. Howard Stern jokingly asked her in an interview Monday, "Will your breast pop out?" Uh, in light of the 2004 Janet Jackson incident. Gaga responded, absolutely not. Her stylist Brandon sometimes glues her underwear to her without even her knowing or asking so. Uh, They did so on SNL recently, and she said she didn't know until she went to go to the bathroom to try and pull them off, and they wouldn't come off, and she said, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah. Her boobs will not be popping out at the halftime show. Well, with those bizarre (laughs) outfits, I can understand why (laughs) they have have to to glue them on. So, but no, yeah, because we talked about it uh, the last Super Bowl. She did the national anthem, and it sounded fucking awesome. Didn't she have a, like a new album recently? Or yep, something? Joanne, I think it is. And we we talked about one of the songs on here and who produced it. And uh, the Queens of the Stone Age guy was yeah. one in there too. But uh, yeah, it's getting half good reviews. I think I don't know. I haven't listened to anything, that, although it did see. I did see it, it uh, popped up on one of my lists. Yep, so. yeah, it's been popping up everywhere. She uh, was also. I watched Carpool Karaoke with James Corden, and it was freaking hilarious. She just got her driver's license. She said, "Oh yeah, at 30 years old," and uh, so she drove the car for a little bit. And James Corden was scared for his life. And then uh, she also hosted part of the show, and then was uh, hanging out with Reggie Watts and doing the music with the show That's and stuff. Cool. And then uh, Matt. Perry, is that his name? Or no, Matt LeBlanc was on there from Friends. 
and uh, they always ask Reggie for a question or whatever, and they asked Gaga for a question, and she said, who would you rather have, Monica or Rachel? And then he said, no, Phoebe, because she's more flexible. (laughs) So that was pretty funny. And then I got to watch that episode because uh, the guy who plays Negan was on there. Oh, yeah? And that was the most fucked up episode of Walking Dead ever. I don't want to remember that one. Uh, Pete Burns out of the British dance pop group Dead or Alive uh, died of a massive cardiac arrest. He was 57 year old. 57 years old. You'd know him from that one song, "You Spin Me Right oh, yeah. Round, Baby." Uh, so yeah, that that's sad. Well, uh, that, I guess that answers the question though. Dead yeah, or alive? Dead or alive? Dead. Uh, also, 60s pop singer Bobby V died at the age of 73. Uh, he uh, got his start at the age of 15, and Bob Dylan was in his backing band. Oh yeah. Yep. And that's all the news I got. You got any news? I do not. All right. Let's go on the weekly theme then. Made me think I should have used like the "Here's Johnny" quote from The Shining in oh, the yeah. intro or in this part or something. But just yeah. cut off in the middle, just the <laughs> smashing sound. Here's Johnny. And then the and then the opening song starts or some shit. <laughs> All right, next year I got a whole year to plan this out now. All right, the theme for our show this week is horror. Uh, it, it at at first I thought it was really difficult, and still I started thinking outside the box by like just searching my music library for zombie, monster, scary, all that kind of shit. And I, I went pretty easily then. Carlos, yeah, you like, sounded like you were more, having trouble. Well, like, I, I didn't want, like, my stuff to be all lighthearted stuff. But I yeah. ended up being, like, there's, like, a couple of them are. And I didn't want pure, like, soundtracks from yeah. movies and stuff. Because oh, no, that just yeah. get boring. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I did all right. Uh, yeah, I just was trying to avoid, like, what I ended the list with, like, the, those two zombie songs. Like, you know, I like them. But they're not quite dark enough. But I, I, <laughs> but I figured like maybe we need a pat cleanser after what one of my songs is. So. <laughs> All right, uh, you can start it out. All right, uh, my first song is well, everybody's heard this one. It's not super horror, but like it's it's good. It's a classic. It's uh, Werewolves of London from Warren Zevon. Zevon, yep. I don't think I realized there's a guitar solo in there. Oh yeah, and also, uh, so was this like used in like American Werewolf in, in London or something? No, or? I don't think so. Because right, it, it always makes me think of that uh, movie. So this is 1978 on the album Excitable Boy, and uh, American Werewolf in London. in London. I guess I could have looked this up ahead of time, but it's like. I don't know. It always makes me think of that movie. An American Werewolf in London was 81, so maybe that movie was based off of that song. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a weird thing. <laughs> well, let's do a song about werewolves in London. Let's That's one our- of my all-time favorite horror movies. It is really good. When the when they're like stuck out in the middle of nowhere and then the werewolf like comes to attack, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's good. 
But uh, yeah, that's a that's a good choice for a song. Uh, my first one is by David Bowie, and it's off of his Scary Monsters and Super Creeps album, and it is Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Super creeps. All right, what you got? Uh, my next one is uh, I heard this one like years ago. It was like it stuck with me just because of how creepy it was. It's uh, the doctor's wife from the Clockwork Quartet. Can you give us a, a base of what the song is about? So basically, this like doctor, like not present day, but like uh, back uh, like probably I don't know eighty years. I'm just throwing a number out there. Uh, his like apparently his like wife is slowly. Uh, dying and her, her body's failing and he's like he's trying to save her with science and it just he keep, he's going further and further and further so it just uh, it gets pretty dark I clothe her and feed her and nightly I read by her side for though she's paralyzed I know that inside there must still be a functioning mind neatly laid on the bed sheet Like at the very end, like there's like nothing left. Like she's like completely brain dead, pretty much, and like it's just really creepy. Oh. <laughs> uh, my next one is uh, the sixty nine eyes, and it's called Gothic Girl, and this is uh, basically goth rock of uh, nowadays kind of a thing. Me and yeah. Peter used to be obsessed with these guys, but uh, here you go. <laughs> Like a gothic We can't really hear what they said through it throughout this. But Not really. <laughs> but there you go. And what you got? Uh, my next one is, uh, uh, well, Kirk Cobain apparently was inspired by an actual real-life uh, kidnapping and rape case for this one. This is uh, Polly from Nirvana. Polly wants a cracker. Maybe she would like some food. She asked me to untie her. She's a very nice for a few 
My next one's probably going to sound a lot like uh, the last one sounded for me. Uh, this one is Marilyn Manson, who all of his old stuff can be considered freaking horror. Uh, this one's uh, Angel with the Scabbed Wings. Angel with the Scabbed Wings, hard drug face, wanna powder his nose. He will devour the freshest crop, dry up all the wounds with his rock and roll saws. Rock and roll saws. first got that album i was uh it was i think sophomore year of high school or something like that or junior year uh and one of our friends could drive so we drove to the maplewood mall and i randomly picked that one up and everybody in the car except for the driver wanted to hear that the album or whatever and uh starts out with the irresponsible hate anthem and it's just freaking like in your face in your face in your face and uh the one that was driving was like mortified during that and she had to like take it out right after like right in the middle of that song she's like i can't do it (laughs) but uh yeah I like that album. Antichrist Superstar. <laughs> All right, what you got? Uh, my next one is uh, a little bit more relaxing tune to this one. It's uh, <laughs> Zombie Apolo- Apocalypse from uh, Kirby Crackle. Listen to me while I tell you some facts about the zombie apocalypse. It's messing up my week. The internet is always down. Mom and Dad, I decapitated them and now they're buried in back. I called my friend to see if he could come by my place. By the time he reached my door, he was missing his face. <laughs> I feel kind of bad that I... That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my uh, next one is... Well, it came out on an album before the movie came out, but uh, it's from the House of a Thousand Corpses, the title track. Uh, Rob Zombie, House of Thousand Corpses.
What you got for a final one? All right. Uh, I could have done a whole list of just zombie songs, but uh, <laughs> this one is called The Living Dead from No More Kings. Just to annoy me, the living dead are keeping me up at night. My final one is from another uh, horror movie that I used to really love, which isn't that great, but the soundtrack's really awesome, and it's uh, Static X, Not Meant For Me, from the Queen of the Damned soundtrack. childhood comes out well, not my childhood but my youthhood comes out whenever i hear these songs i have a static x song somewhere in my itunes li- library but i have no i can never remember what it yeah, is yeah I, c- I don't know any other songs yeah. except for I that have, like, one and I this one's actually just by the lead singer i think just wayne static but this is static x on here but uh yeah so that was our, our horror halloween themed uh weekly theme i i enjoyed it i thought it was fun uh anything you'd like to add no, not really. That right. was a. Uh, that was it. That was that. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll have a couple of these stuck in my head now. Oh, good, good. All right. Uh, to close out the show, I thought I should play uh, "Dracula" by the Gorillas because it's a fun one. Thank you for joining us in this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for the next show, well, the presidential elections will be done finally. And uh, it'll be the day before uh, Veterans Day. So should we do a political one? Or not a political, but patriotic, even if it's anti-patriotic songs? Sure. All right. We can do that. Patri, entry, anti-patri, whatever you want to do. Whatever we fit in. Whatever you fit in for USA. I'll just, I'll just probably be relieved. And if it, if it's uh, if it's Trump, if it's Trump that ends up being president, I think it's all all anti-patriotic songs. And then if it's Clinton, maybe patriotic or yeah, anybody besides Trump. It's not like we can do horror again. <laughs> it can do close to it, I guess. But uh, yeah, I think you, I think we got it. we got the idea there. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. Uh, Phil Giuliano was on a couple weeks ago uh, promoting his new children's book. 
It's a children's book, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, you should go to our Facebook page and uh, go find his... Scroll down in there, and you can see his GoFundMe page that we uh, re- retweeted or reposted and stuff, and you should help support him because uh, he's a really cool guy, and uh, it's, it's exciting to see our friends do new things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, go support him. Uh, if this show and all of our sh- other shows, all of this show and all of our other shows are available to stream at our website at blindnudistudios.com, or you can subscri- subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Uh, and don't forget to give us a nice review on iTunes so we can start getting to the top of people's like searches and stuff. Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave or Blind Edge Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on the Patreon link at the bottom and sign up. Uh, it works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, don't forget to go to buy our homepage first and click on the Amazon link. When you check out, it doesn't cost you anything else, but Amazon just kicks a little bit of money towards us. It's really cool. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindindustudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. Happy Halloween and happy horror day of electionness coming up here soon. Bye-bye.